the biblical call to give an answer for those who inquire about the faith. We are always prepared to give a reason for the hope that is within us. This is your life. This is who you are. This changes the way you understand yourself as a human being and every other human being. It changes what you mean by justification and adoption and sanctification and glorification. And it changes what you mean by why we do what we do in gospel ministry and in righteous living. Everything is changed when we understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Jablani Mayberg. And I'm Isaac Pinto. We are associate pastors at Central Baptist Church. And welcome to our Theology Alive podcast, where we look to engage theology in the church carried out in the culture using a Christian worldview. Well, welcome everyone to yet another installment of Tap, our Theology Alive podcast. Yeah, welcome. It's great to be here with you. We are still cold, but we persevere. <laughs> Um, and it is, it's great. We have a, a special guest with us uh, today. So, Jabba, would you introduce yes. our guest? Yes. Um, well, we, we're mixing up a lot of things in this episode. That's we're true. doing tap on the streets. We're doing tap interview. Mm. Um, so, we're really covering a lot of segments in this one segment. That's true. Um, and this afternoon, we have a special guest, one of our elders here at Central. Mm. Um, and this afternoon, we have Quinton Saunders. Yeah. Okay. Welcome, welcome, Quinton. It's good to have you with us, brother. Thanks, guys. It's good to be here. So we thought maybe just to start us off, if Q, you just tell us a bit about yourself, um, where you're from, uh, how did you get here to Central, um, a bit about uh, how you came to know the Lord, um, and yeah, just a bit about who is Quinton. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> maybe I can start just by, by mentioning that uh, I've been at Central for just a couple of years. Mm. Um, uh, I've been. I was the youth pastor at Central mm. uh, before before AJ before mm. Jabu. Now, so. <laughs> now Quinton, he he's got his photo on the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Quinton has made the yes, wall. Yes, he's made, made the, the wall. wall. None <laughs> of us have wall. made a wall. Quinton Quint- has made the wall. <laughs> so, so if you walk into our offices at Central on your left, you'll see the wall of all the fallen heroes. Yeah. <laughs> no, not fallen. Not fallen. Not the wall of shame. <laughs> What I meant was all the heroes who have come, mm. uh, some have gone, some are still with us, some are just retired. Mm. Um, and and one of the famous mm. names up there yeah. is Quinton. Yeah. I mean, now we have him on our episode. We are really privileged. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's a yeah, it's a, it's a joy to be part of the church and, mm. and part of Central. And um, yeah, so I came to Central as uh, was called as the youth pastor, and uh, came with with Leandra. We we had no kids at, at that stage. We were young, young, young and married and, um, just got here and, and started, started with ministry. And, uh, I must say for me, it was a, it was, it, all of it was new, you know, um, you just came out of seminary and, um, everything was new. So, so I, I really, uh, in the beginning, it, everything was just finding your feet. And yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's basically start of ministry. Uh, maybe just a, a short testimony of my salvation. Mm. Um, I know I grew up in a Christian home, but um, I knew a lot about the Lord, but didn't know the Lord. And uh, grew up thinking that I was this righteous person, this really good person. You know, I was this nice guy. Everyone liked to be around me. 
and um, you know did the right things. Um, but but slowly just started getting involved in so many other things. Slowly started getting involved in in drugs and um, and just wrong friends and. Um, my life just started spiraling out of control. And, uh, you know, I started questioning. I said, well, you say that you're a Christian, but look at the life that you're living. And um, I just remember one one night, um, my girlfriend at the time, Leandra, and now my wife, she invited me to Bible study and uh, got to the Bible study, sat there, and the first night the gospel was was explained. Mm. And and God just amazingly opened my eyes to, to see the beauty of Jesus, um, to see the, the love of God the Father and um, and God saved me uh, right there and um, yeah that's basically just in short of short my salvation story no, so, thank you Leandro <laughs> amen 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 oh, no that's that's great and and Q um what are, what are you busy doing now Q yeah so at the moment I'm I'm in sports ministry mm-hmm. um, I was a chaplain at one of the soccer teams. Uh, in in South Africa, so I'm in sports ministry um, at the moment, walking a road with a couple of sportsmen, um, discipling them, mentoring, and uh, just caring for them. You know, mm. coming alongside them, and then, yeah. So so basically yeah. doing that. Yeah. And uh, and and you have you also play a, play a role there at at Bethesda, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm also the orphan care manager at at Bethesda, and uh, so my my main role at Bethesda at the moment is. Um, connecting with local churches mm. and and seeing how I can uh, I can assist them, uh, encourage them in what they're doing, mm. and offer training where where possible to mm. to see how they can better care for the orphan where where God has placed them, mm. and also for them to to get plugged in at Bethesda to to care for the orphan. Yeah. So, uh, Q, just for those uh, in our audience that don't know uh, what what is Bethesda, just a, a quick uh, a brief. Um, description of, of what Bethesda is about. When we say Bethesda, what do we mean by that? Yeah, so so Bethesda is um it's a it's a outreach ministry, Bethesda outreach ministry. It's in, in Amon's Kroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an orphan care ministry. Uh, we care for, for orphaned and, and vulnerable children. So at the moment we have six homes on the property and we have about thirty six children that gets placed in those homes. Sure. Um, so every home's got a, a father and a mother and with their own biological children, and then we also place children with them. Sure. Uh, so they gr- those children grow up with yeah. um, uh, seeing seeing a loving family, yeah. uh, godly parents, wonderful. and so that's that's what we do. Oh, that that's great. It's a wonderful uh, ministry, and our our church is is very much involved mm-hmm. uh, in in that ministry, and it's it's great to partner uh, with them. Now. Yeah, Jabu, you were gonna say no. something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna say it, it. It it sort of does lead into what we're trying to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, we 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 know just as some of the results of of sin, we uh, we have this um, lack of a better word, this beast called death uh, mm-hmm. that is among us, mm-hmm. where we have people dying uh, because sin has entered into the world and. We've had many kids left with our parents or left with a single parent. Mm. Uh, not only that, we see a lot of sexual immorality where uh, people have sex outside of marriage, but they're not ready to have children. And mm. as a result, uh, we see just a lot of kids uh, being abandoned. Um, and even if you consider our previous episode, a lot of people are led to abortion. 
um, because they never wanted the child; they just wanted the pleasure, mm. Um, mm. but but not the, the the consequences of that moment of pleasure. Yeah. Um, so 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 today we we do want to focus a bit more on on um, adoption and um, is is it scriptural um, or is it uh, as Christians just looking for the next nice thing to do? <laughs> um, but before that, we thought we should hit the streets. Um, and ask a few people what their thoughts uh, were on um, adoption. You'll notice it's the same people we asked their opinions on abortion. Uh, we also asked them about their thoughts on adoption. Right, so we, we're doing an episode on two things, um, abortion and adoption. Are you for adoption? Would you adopt? Definitely. Definitely. I believe that every child deserves a home. Mm. All these things, they revolve my culture. Mm -hmm. Before, they said they used to take somebody from another family and look after him or her. But, yeah, I can do that. Yes. I can do that. Okay. I, can, I, can, I can help a human being. Because some, they do not have parents yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, based on that, I know I can, I can go. If I'm financially comfortable, yes. So, you for adoption? Yes, probably. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I would definitely adopt. Uh, because I feel like every every kid deserves a chance to to have to have a family, right? Mm. Yeah. So that's yeah. I would definitely adopt some adopt a kid. Yes. Mm. The only problem I have with adoption is the process. Mm. Yeah. Um. For example, myself, I'm underweight, so for me to get pregnant is a challenge. So even I have a child, I didn't enjoy my pregnancy. I was sick, the belly have been heavy throughout and stuff like that. Yeah, so I could adopt even now, but the challenge with me is the process, especially the financial part. I would adopt. Um, totally pro adoption, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pro adoption, but uh, I wouldn't adopt because I don't want kids. So it's been very interesting to to hear that even though most of the people that we interviewed would consider themselves pro choice, mm. um, they were all pro adoption, right? Mm. They were all, um, uh, they were all. All for it. Mm. Um, now, there's specifically one one of the people that we've heard that I just found it the the language that he used mm. uh, was quite interesting because it 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 points out a little bit of the inconsistency yeah. uh, because it will say yes I'm I'm pro-choice and because uh, and the mother has the right to do whatever. She wants with with the body, with her body and all of that. And then when we ask him about adoption, he's like, "No, I'm I'm pro adoption because every child has the right <laughs> to have a home." Yes. Uh, and it, it just it's just uh, interesting to see um, how they would consider uh, they they not seeing the inconsistency of sure. of that thing. In fact, everyone that we interviewed. Mm was uh, pro-abortion, 
And all of them were pro-adoption. In fact, we asked each and every one of them, would you adopt? And they all said yes. Mm. Um, and all of them stemming from the idea that every child sort of deserves a home. <laughs> um, but, it, but it was interesting to me mm. that they saw, because this is um, a child that is out of the womb and, leave and living, they deemed it as a life because now it is out and living and and i guess breathing mm -hmm. um so so that deserves a home versus mm -hmm. um what they deem in the womb to not be life and not deserving mm -hmm. um of uh, being thought of as life so that's why to them um mm -hmm. uh, a, a abortion is accepted and mm -hmm. um adoption is also accepted <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and I think they, I I think it's 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 good uh, good news, right? That um, a lot of people um, uh, uh, are for the concept of of adoption. What what has been your experience uh, in terms of uh, this concept, Q, uh, uh, regarding adoption? Hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think uh, people are open and for it. Like you said, you know, a lot of hmm. people say. Know, children deserve a, <laughs> a home and mm. uh, they have a right to a home mm. um, but but also they also don't they're not consistent you know they don't think that even um, children who are adopted by people it's not a it's not an easy road even adoption itself is not, not an easy road sure. you know a lot of people will, will speak for example of um, the inconvenience that a baby in the womb and a baby might cause parents so that's mm. okay to abort Mm. But then they say no, adoption is okay, and that'll be okay, and it'll, it'll be almost <laughs> thinking that that'll be easier. Sure. <laughs> as of <laughs> as of outside True. the womb, suddenly True. parenting and children, you know, raising children, it's it's easier yeah. um, and less inconvenient. Mm. Um, but I think people are generally mm. for adoption. Yeah. You know, it's like um, I recently listened to a message, and the guy said, "You hardly find <clears throat> anyone saying." No, I, I just hate orphans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. or, you know, I just hate yeah. hate, hate orphans and yeah. sure. hate those who adopt. And mm -hmm. um, but we d we don't see that. Um, mm -hmm. So we definitely see people for it. Um, mm. yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. Now, unfortunately, the you know, as Jabu mentioned, we have the the evidence of sin in, in mm. society. And I just wanted to uh, came across a, an article um, that was. Uh, end of last year that was written just regarding abandonment uh, in this time of lockdown. Um, so from last year in June, 26 baby homes reported an intake of 58 abandoned babies over the first two months of lockdown. And, and then the media reports for the same time as well, June and early July uh, detail 50 abandonment abandonments, uh, mostly babies found in sewage pipes, the mm. open felt, rubbish dumps, and shallow graves, buckets, streets, outside homes, and most tragically, in a dustbin. Um, I mean, and so we see we see this. Um, there was another, uh, uh, here in Houting, uh, there's some, um, the... Health Department, sorry, <laughs> also issued <laughs> an unprecedented report stating that 118 babies had been abandoned in Houghton hospitals. Uh, so we see that even now during this lockdown, the mm. 
the um, a vast number of abandoned babies, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, you know they will become orphans and. And there is almost like this need for adoption, right? I mean, there's even more stats. And before that, um, Carson was here chuckling at, at Isaac's uh, pronunciation of Gauteng. Uh, <laughs> I knew, I knew it. I knew it was going to come. And you could see Isaac preparing himself every time the word came up. <laughs> so he can say Gauteng properly. But anyway, I need an alternative. You do. I need an alternative. You just clear your throat, man. Just <laughs> clear your throat. Just go. <laughs> and then. And then add the thing. Outing. <laughs> just say <the> outing. <laughs> outing. You, want, you, you guys have no idea how many times my wife has corrected me on this. <laughs> on, the, on the name of the province we stay in. Uh, <laughs> clearly, you are hard hitter. Change your ways, man. <laughs> anyway, we'll forgive you because we love you. Um, but a study in 2018 uh, was conducted by the Medical Research Council revealed that 3,500 children survive abandonment every year. Um, and it's estimated that every child, for every child found alive, there are two that are found dead. Hmm. Uh, the same research found that 65% of the abandoned um, kids are newborns and 90% are under the age of one. The findings suggest that a child born in South Africa is at the highest risk of being killed during the first six days of life. Um, The share of children living with both parents decreased from 39% in 2002 to 34% in 2017. So 41% of all children, which is 8.1 million, live with their mothers but not with their fathers. In 2017, there were about 2.8 million orphans in South Africa. This includes uh, children living, sorry, living without a living biological mother, father, or both parents, and is equivalent to 14% of all children in South Africa. The number and share of children who are double orphans, um, more than double orphans, between more than doubled, sorry, between 2002 and 2009, from approximately 30, 30 <laughs> the, the spirit of Jacob Zuma has taken over me. Uh, what I meant is 361,000 to 866,000 after which the rates fell again. <laughs> so this means in 2017, 505,000 children had lost both their parents. Sure. Orphaning rates are particularly high in provinces that contain the former homelands as these areas bear a large burden of care for orphaned children. Mm-hmm. So we, we see that there is a, a large need for care for mm-hmm. Um, orphans now now we we understand that and we know even historically that um, Christians over the many years um, they actually were the ones that kind of started orphanages and and, and caring for for children uh, but the question I want to uh, ask you uh, Quinton is do we have a, a biblical basis for that or you know, is um, is it just something nice that we do? <laughs> Christians do. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, like you mentioned, I mean, obviously as Christians, we always stood out, you know, in in caring for uh, for the orphan. Um, and you know, obviously the Bible tells us to to care for 
for the for the orphan and and the widow and and the sojourner. I mean, those three we see it right through even the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. We see we see God's heart um, for for the widow and the orphan and, and the sojourner. And so, um, it's 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 firstly seeing who God is, what God does, and and then what is done in our lives, and mm-hmm. and then living out that you know living yeah. out. Um, that truth. Hmm. So ultimately, you know, it's it's really um, as someone said as well. It's it's ultimately it's it's theology um, that that drives what we do. It is sure. it is what we believe yeah. that that drives um, uh, our doing. So yeah. I mean that's why it's sort of such a fitting mm. uh, podcast. You know, yeah. theology <laughs> al- uh, <laughs> alive. You know, it's mm. it's what we believe eventually um, lived out. Mm. So. Um, I just want to read something here that, uh, that um, one guy writes. He says, looking at the character of God gives us some valuable insights into our earthly care for orphans as well. Mm-hmm. The adoptions that we participate in are shadows of our adoption by a loving Heavenly Amen. Father. Mm-hmm. So so we we firstly remember that that we've been adopted. Yeah. Um, we've been adopted into to God's family. And and God has shown His love towards us when we were at our most vulnerable, Amen. when when we were needy, um, in need of salvation, when we were helpless, when when we couldn't save ourselves, mm. and um, and and God saved us, you know, when we couldn't fend for ourselves. Mm. So maybe that's just a yeah. start, but um, no. no, it's yeah. it's it's definitely. Um, there is a, a, a true basis, and, and I think you, you're right, Quentin, in, in coming from God's nature and God's heart. Um, uh, uh, even for us, as we as as we have been adopted, just reading from Romans eight, mm. um, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Mm. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Mm. And so um, just having as, as Christians that realization that we were orphans, mm. right? We were without uh, a father. We were mm. not uh, by right into mm. the family of God, mm. but Jesus Christ uh, um, made a way, died on the cross, mm. and 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 God has redeemed us and brought us in as co-heirs of Christ, as children, mm. as adopted sons and daughters uh, into His family. And so, mm. with that in mind, we should really be championing uh, sure. adoption. Right. I, I love the image. Um, that we see in the gospel in that, you know, the the father comes in and he saves us undeserving sinners who uh, are, are not worthy. We don't give anything. We don't mm. earn to be called his children. In fact, it costs him everything. Absolutely. Mm. We, mm. we come with nothing. We had nothing. We had nothing to give, nothing mm. to offer. 
and yet he still adopts us into his holy family and he makes us a holy priesthood mm. a a people of his own possession that he has bought at the price Amen. and then he makes us co-heirs with christ uh, and you think about the image of adoption is is you're not going shopping for which child can earn my love mm. but you going to see a, a child who is vulnerable mm. in great need and you adopting them into your family yeah. and you are giving all if not most of what you have mm to give them a home mm. and and that's what that's like that's a beautiful mm. image yeah. of the gospel there that Absolutely. we get to even proclaim to the world even as we as believers adopt mm. Mm. and we we sometimes have this idea in our minds that you know someone goes to to orphanage and they they set their love on a child mm. so they they go and they adopt mm. out of their love and mm. and and we are, we sometimes think like we are those kids that crawl up to the parents and we think it was up to us. <laughs> like our salvation was up to us because we crawled, mm. you know. And then they, you know, then mm. they set their love and their affection on the child because the child kind of crawled to them. But the reality, they don't even know the paperwork that was behind it and the, the parents' choice, you know, the, the parents choosing to mm. even come to that point. And, and so even our adoption, you know, God's... Um, God saving us sure, even before yeah. the funda foundation of this world, sure. choosing us um, mm. to to be His children, setting yeah. His love on us. Mm. Um, you know, even before we did anything, mm. um, sure. uh, yeah. just that reminder that yeah. you know God being at work, yeah. it, it, it 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 didn't depend on us, mm. like sure. you like you said. And, and I think that that uh, you know that correlation, that analogy goes even further in that I've I've had some friends in childhood some people that have adopted uh and and it's not always easy <laughs> it's yeah. just uh, it's sure. just not not always um easy you know mm -hmm. and and so there is that even that sense that um it's not like God adopted us and we did the best children. <laughs> yeah, <he is. laughs> oh, yeah, God just is. took the best of the lot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, no, no. We, yep. you know, we are sure. often we fail and rebellious and sure. and, and sure. Uh, we don't um, we not like our older brother Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, we are the tough. Yeah. Uh, once and, and and but the love of the father and the love of the parents of that child no matter sure. what the circumstances yeah i think it's a big lesson <laughs> and we just taught the interns to be careful not to stretch an illustration <laughs> because you can make it <laughs> you can turn sure. it out to be something it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. but i want to add one more step okay. to this one. <laughs> there we go. stretch it bro no, stretch, it. <laughs> stretch it a bit more but but it it it's also, um, as you were saying, that Isaac, that, that mm. God adopts us into his family and we're not these model kids. I mean, mm -hmm. he makes us into mm -hmm. the image of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. But Amen. many times we find ourselves wanting to go back to our earthly mm. father mm. and we want to move away from our heavenly father sure. who has loved us and bought us at the price mm. and is constantly reminding us that what the world has to offer is nothing compared to mm. all that he has given to us. Mm. Um, and isn't that why James says then, when you think about even the vulnerable in um, James 1.27, religion that God our Father accepts is pure and faultless as this, mm. to look after orphans and widows in their distress 
and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Mm. And if you think about uh, a widow or an orphan, the, the idea here is these people have nothing to give you back mm. for what you're giving to them. Um, and that's the idea. Sure. There's, there, there's nothing that, mm. we, that we can give God that mm. he will deem <laughs> valuable because we've, we've stained it with our sin. Sure. And yet he has still come in Amen. and he has still adopted us and called yeah. us his own. And now he's sending us forth and saying, true mm. religion is this. This is what I consider valuable. Yeah. That you go love the world with this yeah. love that I've given to you. That you love people, not based on what they can give to you, but what you are going to give to them, mm. which is my son. Sure, mm. no, yeah. man. So now we, you know, we've kind of established, the, you know, the biblical foundation, and and we see that this is uh, is something that is uh, as Christians part of our understanding of our own salvation and and that playing out. But now, very uh, practically, uh, Quentin, how how has uh, you know the orphan care and adoption has been taking place there uh, at, at Bethesda. S- tell us some of, of, of that practical, how, how has it been? Yeah, yeah I think, um, look, at, at Bethesda, so we, we uh, bring in orphan and vulnerable children and um, place them with a, a loving family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, if we, um, we say at Bethesda, we are a gospel-focused, mm. uh, family-centered, and a yeah. church-driven ministry. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, firstly, it's it's gospel focused. In the yeah. end, it's 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 this reminder that the gospel transformed us, mm. and so we minister, we serve, we love out of that place of a gospel transformed heart. Yeah. And so, and the gospel needs to, you know, shape everything that we do at at Bethesda. Mm. So it's gospel focused, but it's it's also family centered, and yeah. and um, you know we we want to show them what a loving, godly family mm. looks like, and mm. and so. It's uh, we we model and we teach, you know. Yeah. So so both needs to go together. It's yeah. not just teaching, yeah. um, you know. As you know, in parenting, so you teach, you you model. They need to see that. They need mm. to see that love. They need to see uh, what a f- what a family looks like because they've never seen that, or mm. they've only seen a distorted sure. uh, view of of a family. So we need to show them that, um, and and then also. Um, so I, I know I know you also mentioned that in one of your sermons, but. Um, Ultimately, the family is the the the, the, mm. the primary learning community. That's sure. that's where discipleship yep. takes place. So we mm. we bring them uh, into into a loving family and uh, where they can see that. Um, and then also we we're church driven. You know, we want mm. in the end we want we want God to be glorified through so, the church. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we don't want a ministry or something, but we want mm. we want the church. We want believers to adopt mm. so that people can see the love of Christ through yeah. the church. Um, and so we. So we've, um, so most of our children are not adopted by those families, mm-hmm. but they do see the love of Christ. They yeah. do see the gospel in action. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it is challenging because even like like you mentioned, um, Jobu, you know we so often God gives, He shows love, uh, He comes and gets us in 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 our mess, and He. He sacrifices His Son to save us, to make us His children, and to give us so much. And in the end, we still sometimes say thank you, and we turn our back on Him. <laughs> Not, but we we sure. thank you, and we yeah. we want to go, you know, yeah. enjoy the things of the world. Or we, and a lot of times we even see some of those kind of things where you yeah. see children come into a loving home, and yeah. 
they they get everything given them. They mm. see the gospel and they still want to go go. Mm. You know, who are my real parents, or sure. who are um, they? Still want to mm. be with the family instead of <clears throat> what what's been given to them. So, um, but in the end, it's just continuing to show love like God has shown us love. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even the times yeah. when we do stray, sure. you know, He yeah. keeps pursuing us. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, and I, and I think you know the the reality is that in a fallen world, even um, you know uh, even good families and all that will have sometimes children just straying yeah. away. You know, yeah. we know sometimes um, pastors' children, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. that really go off the rails, and mm. and so it's it's a, it's not a uh, always a, a guarantee. Mm. Um, we know that salvation belongs to God, but mm. uh, it is. I am absolutely, you know, convinced. Q, as you mentioned, that the family is the bedrock of society, you know, and of of the church, and it is. Um, and and so, uh, without parents and fathers, you know, it's a it's a a big. Uh, it's a big problem, and Jabu preached this last Sunday regarding, you know, the um, fathers, and and he mentioned about even, you know, how fatherlessness uh, affects us, um, affects uh, children, and it yeah. is, um, it's a real, it's a real issue. Yeah. Uh, Q, you mentioned a bit there just about the local church, and I've seen. Uh, a few local churches now um, starting homes uh, or building homes. Um, I don't know if it's for foster care or uh, to set up adoption or a bit of both. Um, is is that some of the work that you're looking to do, uh, helping churches um, start up something like that or get them thinking about something like that? Yeah. So I think my my role is to come alongside a church and see what what is what is God doing, um, mm. and also. Um, seeing what has God called them to do, because not every church is called to to start a baby home. Sure. Or um, yeah. so you don't want to copy and paste. You know, sure. you want to see well what's God called them to do. What are the resources? What are the gifts? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that God has given them. And so it's it's coming and 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 you know offering training and. Um, but yeah, definitely we recently Bethany uh, we, we we came alongside Bethany mm. um, and Bethany Baptist and and they are. They're busy with a, a baby home, yeah. and and saying, well, what what can we offer? Um, mm. Not just as Bethesda, but what do we have to offer? Sure. What resources? What training can we offer? How mm. can we come alongside so that God is glorified in this community mm. through the church, yeah. not through Bethesda, yeah. but through the church? Sure. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Uh, that's 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 really cool. Now, like just regarding um, adoption, we. We know sometimes that uh, there is uh, maybe there's a fear. I don't know in <laughs> terms of oh no the process and mm. uh, what, yeah. what what do you guys think? Like sometimes the there is a, a bigger fear of of the process than the actual like mm-hmm. yeah no I, everyone agrees adoption is a great yeah. thing but uh, man how about mm. that uh, how, what have as you guys experience been just regarding that. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think, in fact, one of the ladies we interviewed, mm. um, if I'm not mistaken, she also said um, that she would like to adopt and she went through the process. Or she's currently going through the process, mm. but it's just to 
too long. Um, mm. And I've also heard people also talk about um, it can get a bit tedious as well. Mm. Um, I've heard people who also haven't finished the process just because the demands were too mm. much. Yeah. Um, they got fatigued just because Im- Im- they're also emotionally <coughs> investing. <coughs> sure. Um, and it's feeling like it's costing them more. Um, and these they just yeah. you know, lose steam and mm. they just get discouraged and they pull out. So mm. um, that's at least what what I've heard. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I know um, another pastor recently adopted, but he said from the beginning when they set their heart on to adopt, mm. um, they really went at the process. I mean, they every meeting they pushed and uh, to to get it done as as quickly as possible. And I think that's that's mm. a good approach. Mm. Um, I think some people have gone through all the all the steps and they've done all the research and God has confirmed, uh, you know, to their hearts like so many times mm. that they need to adopt. Mm. And it's like one pastor said, the only thing they need to do now is just do it. You know, just do it. You you know everything that the Bible teaches about it. Yeah. Um, you've got the resources. You've got the church to support. You've got everything. Mm-hmm. You just need to take that step and do it. Um, and, and almost enough praying about it. Just do it now. You know? <laughs> you know, um, yeah. And so some are at that point, and then so others others are you know others have the desire, but they don't have the financial means and stuff. Sure. But but that's where different people within the church can help. Mm. And um, I recently had someone in our church come to me and say, "What I want to do is I want to start a fund to 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 help parents who want to adopt." Sure. And so I want to I want to start that fund and and and. You know, and and so because it costs about twenty thousand rand for them to adopt. Oh, wow, really? So now think about it. You tell someone to adopt. Now suddenly they have to they have to get twenty thousand rand to adopt, mm, sure. and it's a process and can mm. take nine months. You know, it's mm. almost the same as a delivery of a baby, <laughs> or the. But yeah, so yeah, it's, it, it's costly, and mm, mm. but different people, different skills, yeah. different. Yeah, you know, can come alongside. Yeah, and I think uh, if you ask those that have adopted. The joys mm. of the baby far outweigh it's worth it. the draining of the yeah. process, yeah. Uh, right? I, I have a I have uh, here just a number of steps that I got from um, uh, uh, an article, uh, and I hope this is updated uh, <laughs> from News Twenty Four. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll blame them if it's <laughs> not. <laughs> Uh, but uh, orientation session where all the details are explained, uh, complete the application forms and return them to this is through an agency, uh, complete the personal profile and return it to the agency, apply for a police clearance certificate, undergo psychometric testing. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? <laughs> mm, <a little laughs> You'll find out <laughs> if you. <laughs> um, an interview with a social worker, an interview with a panel of social workers, a home visit by a social worker, final approval, and wait mm. for for the baby to arrive or the child. So and and I think you know it is a joy. One of our elders has mm. has recently gone through this process mm. and is. Um, he's really joyful yeah. about yeah. Uh, about the uh, the new baby, and so uh, I think it is. No matter how draining or tough the the process is, the the benefit, the joy, uh, mm-hmm. and and even the sense of um, this is right, mm. this is appropriate, this sure. is proper, this is right in doing. Um, far outweigh um, 
you know the just the the struggles of mm. of the process you know mm. no sorry can you keep going no i i i really think um i just want to encourage people that if if you do feel the lord just leading you towards adoption and um, it's it's something that uh, both you and your husband are, are, are able to do uh, you know we i would definitely encourage that you go for it um it's it's definitely something as well that uh, my wife and i are praying about you know in the future that you know if 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 the lord still wills that we too would would adopt a child as well it it mm. it is a a a great thing um even as we saw it is it really is what true religion is you know just playing out what god the father has done and um, i mean this episode is not really to guilt trip anyone into <laughs> going to adopt um but but if if you are feeling the lord really leading you that direction mm. uh, it is a real joy to serve god in this way um because essentially whether the child is your own or whether it's adopted it's both to the service of god man uh, because we have the responsibility to raise this child in a manner that is worthy of the lord uh, because whether through adoption or whether through natural birth it's both a mm. gift from god uh, that god has so ordained in his will so um it's it's something i would say think about pray about um mm. just see the lord lead you through the process and just enjoy the joys of being able to disciple this child who yeah. is raised in your home. Yeah, amen. Yeah, Q, anything you want to add? I just um <clears throat> something that I was so just convicted on um you know the passage in James that speaks about you know one of the purest and yeah. most undefiled um demonstrations of the gospel mm. is to to care for for the orphan and the widow. Mm. And um I was just reading where someone said that you know that care often we think it's um you know like if i can use the example like my children you know we stay with my wife's um aunt and she's mm-hmm. 90 95 years old yeah. so a lot of times we say to them go say hello to 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 oma you know mm. and we we say just go sit with her go 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 care for her yeah. mm. and they in and out and they normally come back with a sweet but it's just a, <laughs> you know they, they come back with something they've benefited yeah. um, but it's a it's a in it's a high and it's a out sure. but But what I mean by that care is not just go in, go get something, mm. and come out. Mm. Um, that that kind of visit, mm. but the visit and the the care for is that that visit that this James is speaking about is to to really um, it is to give intense in, uh, attention to. Mm. It is to go see and give mm. intention to. And and I love what um, uh, Jason Johnson said. He said um, the tense of this word. calls for this to be our habitual practice and mm. attitude and not just an isolated act of do goodism or charity mm, sure. it is less about what we do periodic periodically and more about who we are consistently wow. mm. it conveys far more than just stopping by and saying hello but instead implies a sense of consistent closeness and nearness mm. and personal contact mm. yeah. i just mm. thought that was That was so good, you mm. know. Even for me, in mm. in, in my yeah, thinking good. of how do, how I love and care yeah. for for the yeah. orphan, yeah. it's yeah. interesting that that's so challenging. That that should really characterize uh, who we are, even as a church. I mean, at Central, um, we uh, look to love God, 
um, we look to care for others and we look to impact the world. Mm. Um, and that idea for caring for others is that idea, not just saying, you know, hello to that <laughs> widow on Sunday. Yeah. Um, but how can I intentionally be thinking mm. and caring about her in the mm. week as well? Um, as yeah. as we've been challenged in scripture, yeah. I'm sure that's challenging. Q. Yeah, it is. It is a sacrificial love, right? It yeah. is uh, of giving of ourselves, whether we get the sweet or not, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, sure. no, it is. Sure. Well, I hope this episode has been uh, informative and, and challenging yeah. to to our listeners. And and yeah, as Jebu say that. Um, if God is prompting uh, in your heart, um, you know, uh, for, as a couple to those that are listening to us to adopt. Um, and if we can help in any way, get in touch with us. Mm. Uh, but it is uh, a wonderful uh, thing and it proclaims uh, the gospel of yeah. Jesus Christ, what he has done for us. Uh, so maybe I'm going to ask you if you can just... Um, pray pray for I, I would say Bethesda and the parents there as we've mentioned it, it's not always easy mm-hmm. you know um, and, and maybe pray for uh, for parents and families that are maybe considering and and also even pray for for the orphans you know for mm-hmm. uh, children that have been uh, abandoned and, and need a, mm-hmm. a home you before you close <laughs> Firstly, thank you for coming out. Uh, oh, thanks. No, thanks we for the appreciate, appreciate having you. Um, mm. Definitely overdue. Mm. Uh, we're glad you could come. Um, and to our listeners, we will have a representative from Bethesda. So this wasn't our Bethesda episode. That's true. Uh, we <laughs> will have a uh, fuller, more detail on mm. the Bethesda ministry. Yeah. Um, but but because the two are so linked, we mm. couldn't not talk mm. Bethesda as we are talking um, orphan care and, and adoption. Um, and Q, yeah, That's sure, right. you can pray for us. And if there's anything okay. else you want to add before you pray, please feel free to do so. And the mic is yours. <laughs> but, yeah, thanks, guys. It's it's really a joy to be here. And, and I think just the main thing is for, for people to not get overwhelmed by the numbers um, and not, you know, run out and, every you know, feel everyone now suddenly needs to adopt. But think of how you can be involved in, in adoption. And, you know, maybe there's small ways that you can be involved and and, and, and that might lead to to ad- adopting and and then not everyone will adopt um mm. you know and and also just a bit of a warning not not everyone should adopt mm. you know sometimes people adopt for the wrong reasons as well mm. and there are some people who shouldn't adopt you know if maybe maybe it's uh, people uh, struggle with idolatry you know maybe a child has become so important to you that you'll do anything even adopt a child um, and then you know you are at that point maybe worshiping something else, sure. and but you want to do this good thing and adopt. So uh, just just to be careful, you know, um, um, just to search the the motives, you know, mm. that that it it should really be dr- be driven by what we believe about God and, mm. and our adoption, and um, yeah, just a reminder of that. Yeah. So well, let's let's pray. Yeah. God, we do want to thank you that we uh, thank you for adopting us. Thank you for making us. Your children and loving us and setting your your heart on us and um, God, we uh, are praying for those who are considering adoption. Uh, God, we pray that you would provide for them. Um, we pray that you would, uh, God, send people to come alongside them uh, to to help them in this process. 
Um, God, we we know that adoption isn't easy. This whole process isn't easy. Um, but even if we think of, of our salvation, it was costly. Not costly to us, but costly to 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 Jesus. Um, it cost our Savior's life in order to save us. And so we are reminded that someone has to 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 go through the maybe the suffering, maybe the, the trials and the, the challenges of this adoption process in order to to bring a child into to their family. Um, and there's lots of joys as 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 um Job as Isaac mentioned, lots of joys. Um, and uh, God, we, we just pray. We pray that you would uh, come alongside those who, who want to adopt. And we pray for the families at Bethesda. God, really the, the, the heroes at Bethesda, those who sacrifice and love and give. And, um, and God, who, who have these big families um, and who so faithfully do it. Um, and uh, thank you for your Holy Spirit, which uh, empowers them to do it. Because without your Spirit, we can't do it. They can't do it. So thank you for... Uh, for for them relying on your spirit for that work, so we just pray God that you would um, remind the orphan of the amazing love of God the right. Father for them, mm-hmm. and so we pray that that they would see this love of the Father that they would not uh, put their hope in anything else uh, but in this amazing love that that the Father has shown. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, the podcast and we'll see you next time we live in a day where we think that in order to be relevant to our culture we must be like our culture we live in a day where we think in order for the gospel to be relevant we must somehow adapt it to the culture and nothing on the face of the earth or in the bowels of hell could be further from the truth We are relevant not because we are like our culture. We are relevant because we are absolutely different. And our gospel has power not because it is acceptable to carnal men. Our gospel has power because it is a scandal to men. Thank you for joining the Theology Alive podcast. Please subscribe and share. Later. If somebody makes the right proposal. They might just get me. That's the false prophets I'm talking about. Some are in this room.